Welcome to the creative brain of Dean Hawk. Get ready to be challenged, inspired, and equipped to become a better ministry leader. Hey, welcome to the Dean Hawk Leadership Podcast. This is Dean Hawk, and so glad to have you guys join us for this uh, September podcast. And uh, I hope you listened. If you didn't hear the last month's August podcast, please go back and start there. But I've asked back this month uh, my special guest, Randy Watson. Just a little bit of a recap. He's been a Chick-fil-A owner-operator for the last 17 years and uh, Chick-fil-A just has one of the highest standards of customer service and excellence. And so what we're doing is we're taking a lot of the valuable tools that Randy implements for a successful business, um, retaining customers, bringing customers back, and, and uh, how can we then apply that into our church world and, for lack of better words, our church business so that I, I want repeat customers. I want to make our customers so loyal and so faithful that they come back. So Randy, glad to have you back. Thanks for having and, me back. And uh, I want us, we left off, uh, we were talking about three of the secret sauce elements. You got to two. So hit us just with a recap on those first two and then let's Let's pick up where we okay. left off last so we, month. When we, we left it off, we were talking about how we create raving fans. The first tier was operational excellence, and we discussed that last time. And then talk. Then after that, going the second mile and okay. some of the specific elements um, in that and going the second mile. And then where we left off um, is uh, the third element of creating raving fans, and that is to create a, an emotional connection with our guests or those um, in the, the Interesting. Community. An emotional connection. Mm-hmm. We have Kleenex or what? We have, well, <laughs> sometimes yes. Now, now, one thing that I mentioned last month um, is that you know we believe that every life has a story. Now, the vast majority of guests that come in, they just want their food fresh, fast, and hot, sure. like we discussed last month. Uh, but there might be that one or two a day that really are going through something. And I actually have a specific example that I'd like to share with you. This yeah. gentleman's name is John. He is a raving fan. He comes in twice a day and and been a, a, a customer of ours for about two to three years. And he would bring his wife in and, and all of that. But then one day he didn't come in with his wife and uh, she was not doing well. She was, okay. she was sick. And so anyway, um, uh, then two or three weeks later, he comes in and she had actually passed away. Oh, wow. And so as, you know, as difficult as that that was for him we happened to just be done with a um a leadership meeting and so we were actually able to just surround him there at the table um just encourage him be strength for him during that obviously tragic moment for him some of us attended his wife's funeral and um you know and so there there are lots of other examples that, that we could give but the bottom line is is if we had that opportunity to just give that extra touch for okay. those guests that come in, we want to make sure that we um, uh, that that we do that. I have multiple other examples that I could give you where we've done that. But give um, me one more. Like what? When you say create, I want to help them make that connection to that. What is that emotional connection? Because ministry is a heart to heart transfer. Mm-hmm. And if if people feel the hi, we're so glad you're here. If they feel the the mechanical, computerized, that this is what you're supposed to do. They, they're they not feeling that warm friendliness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, define more maybe okay. what that part. I'll give you another example where it might be a good parallel for Rock Family Church or for any of you out there listening to uh, the podcast. 
um, you know, you, you do the Otis Spunkmeyer cookie. Yes. You know, and you never know what that little, that little touch can do. So we were, we were having a, a mother-daughter date night two or three years ago. And there was this, this lady that came in with her six- or seven-year-old daughter. And uh, we later learned that her husband had just recently passed away, like two weeks prior to that. Wow. And she wrote us and told us the story. So all we did is we just presented her little girl a balloon, nothing else. We just wow. presented her a balloon. And you think, okay, well, uh, you know, big deal. Well, what we later found out, uh, now this may not go with our theology, but just roll with me sure, here. Sure, sure. Um, uh, the little girl uh, wrote a letter on a little postcard to her father, attached it to the balloon, went outside, and released it up to heaven for her dad. Oh. And so... All we did was pass out a balloon. We do that all the time. But you just never know when that opportunity is there yep. what you might be able to that's, do. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That, that is cool. And, and so it's, it's how we train our teams to think and how we train our volunteers in all of our departments. And I would say one of our successes as a church and... and uh, uh, you guys have the cow. If you've if you've never been to Chick Fil A, they they make fun of the cow and the cow saying eat more chicken to spare his life. Mm-hmm. But they have the cow that's going around. You have the play zone where where kids can play. And I have found that when you touch someone's kid, when you touch their child's life, you have won them as a fan. Absolutely. You've won them as a follower. Absolutely. Um, even though they might say. I don't like what Dean's serving, but uh, I really like what my my kid is excited about church. And so we have always targeted, made an emphasis to target the kids. They're getting a guest bag. They're getting some kind of of recognition. Um, you know, every week, I don't know what, I think they call them adventure tickets. Our kids, are, you bring your Bible, you get a ticket, and they've got the prize store. Well, you, these kids treat these tickets like gold. Oh, yeah. And and at one point, my staff was like being really cheesy with them, and I'm like, guys, they cost us nothing, and and the prizes we're giving away are from Oriental Trading. There's not that <laughs> that steep and deep of right. investment. Give these things away where kids are just feeling, Mom, I'm rich, you yeah. know, those oh, yeah. kind of things. Absolutely. All right, so we've talked about kind of what I would say front of the house, um, reaching the customer. What goes on in the kitchen, behind the scenes? You've mentioned those team meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you? How do you create that culture? Because that has to have it out front. It has to happen back in the kitchen, so to speak. Right. So one thing that we really strive to do, and I'm perfect at it, but we really strive to do, uh, and I think it's probably one of the most overlooked opportunities that we have, whether it's in business, ministry, um, and that is the concept of serving each other. Okay. And that's that doesn't matter whether you're in a position of leadership or if it might be a situation where uh, uh, you you have a coworker. So if you're serving in a position of leadership or someone reports to you, we want to be intentional on serving our employees. You know, last month we talked about going above and beyond right. our our, our uh, team members going above and beyond for our guests. Well, if we ask them to do that, I think we should go above and beyond for our uh, for one our, another absolutely and for our team so if you're in a position of, of authority um going up how can we hire some of the ways that we at chick-fil-a go above and beyond for 
um, our employees. Well, or better stated, how do we serve sure. our employees like Jesus did? Probably the best way, um, the best example of that is is we really strive to put people before profits, and that's why we're closed on Sunday. Yeah. So if you want to worship, spend time with your family, whatever you'd like to do, you have that opportunity. Um, another one I think is is huge is if you're in a position, a supervisory position, uh, be willing to apologize. Be willing to admit that you're wrong. We all make mistakes. Sure. Um, there have been times when I might have one of our leadership team that says, Ren, I need to talk to you about something. I'm like, oh, you know. And right. So, and uh, once they, st- maybe I got overly passionate about something or, you know, what okay. have you. But then they are genuinely hurt by something that maybe I did. And first of all, listen. Right. Don't try to wait for that opening and, and talk over them, but just listen. And then um, it is so impactful to look them in the eye and say, you know what? You're right. Yeah. I was wrong. I think those three words, I was wrong, can be have such an impact on someone that reports to you. It's just, it breaks that wall down. Um, uh, it's, a, you know, transparency. When we've all had employees that we we know they're in the wrong and really... We're not wanting to chew them out or, or fire them. We just want them to admit it. Right. And I think we as the leaders, as the head of the house or the business or the church, if we're, they're never, they're only going to reproduce what they see us do. Right. And if we're willing to say, I missed That's it on that, sure. I blew it on that, it opens the door for them to uh, walk that out in, sure. in reality for themselves. Uh, another approach that we have, you know, um, we are a quick service restaurants, so we have a lot of college students and so forth that, that come work for us. Um, we understand that the vast majority of those that come work for us, that they're just passing through. We don't have an expectation that they're going to be with us for 10 or 20 okay. years. <laughs> okay. um, uh, we do have some. I've got two or three. One's been with me 13 years. Another couple have been with me six or seven years. But the majority are just passing through. So what? how can we serve them while they're working for us? You know, sure. We have expectations from them. What can they expect from us? Our heart is that they develop some life skills uh, that will help propel them to be more su- uh, successful in whatever they do. And that can honestly be even during the hard times. You know, That's true. Uh, sometimes our, our customers can be a little, you know, yep. testy. And um, how do we handle that? Um, or when I'm wrong, how, and now that I've admitted fault, how are you going to handle that? All of those are life skills you can develop, um, you know, just working with people. And so our heart is that they take something with them much greater than just pushing a button on a on a register. I, I know this for my son, Preston. I, uh, for those of you that didn't listen last week, my son worked with Randy at Chick-fil-A for a couple of years. I know when he left for college and has gone from Colorado, two things. When he applied uh, for another job and they heard that he had worked at Chick-fil-A, that was like a went to the top of the stack nice. thing. <clears throat> but as well... I know even when he was in a, he was doing an intern thing and uh, they were doing some cleaning of restrooms and he was teaching them how to really clean a restroom. Yeah. So you've made his future wife happy. Nice. She's, you know, that uh, he knows That's what great. a clean restroom, but it is, it's life skills that we're investing in, in those around us. And, and the same is true. I would love to say that everyone's going to be a member of Rock Family Church from now till Jesus comes. Mm -hmm. But what can I instill in them and how can I make them, uh, how can I leave a good taste in their mouth about church 
that maybe if they move or maybe they leave Rock, they're not disenfranchised that I'm never going to church again. I had a good experience at church. Mm -hmm. Now I'm moving to another state. I want to find another good church to lock and load That's in. Huge. That's good. That's good. Um, so another element in just how we can serve our team members as leaders is also let them know that you are available. Okay. Uh, and just to have that conversation if they if they need something, and it doesn't have to do it. It doesn't have to have to do with Chick Fil A. Sure, it just maybe they're they're struggling with in an area, or just need coaching, counseling, some mentorship. Um, and also, we empower our leadership team to do that as well. It does not have to be me. We have two right. or three strong leadership uh, in our organization where they're able to do that. And so, and just make sure the team knows that we are there and available for so them. So you're doing life together with these people, absolutely. And absolutely. I, and I think it's. I don't know, in, in, the, in the church market, so to speak, I think, I think if we're not careful as pastors and senior leaders, I think we can present a false level of faith mm -hmm. to where if, if all, all the people are hearing is, yes, I overcame and, and bless the Lord, praise God, and you know, I, I had a little symptom and it left right away when I prayed and, <laughs> and my dog got hit by a car, but we prayed and he's... If, if all they hear are your glamour stories mm -hmm. and we're not transparent um, and say, hey, I'm, 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 I'm real, that we got to open up our hearts to the people that work for us, that it's it is about how is your kid doing? Mm -hmm. uh, I know your daughter was in a tournament yesterday on Saturday. How did she do? Mm -hmm. And caring about the employee and not just the bottom the bottom line. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so now this one's a fun one. Uh, this is probably one of the most fun, uh, most enjoyable things that we've done. Um, there's been multiple uh, multiple times over the years where I just through overhearing um, uh, or just somehow get wind that maybe one of my leadership team is uh, uh, going to take their spouse out for an anniversary dinner or they're just going to go out on a date or something okay. like that. One of my favorite things to do is to call that restaurant and uh, say, hey, uh, let me give you a credit card number. This is their name and this is what they look like. I want to take care of their meal. Oh, that's uh, cool. I want to leave... A good tip. Yep. Always leave a good tip, and um, uh, and so that is a ton of fun when you get that phone call later that night. Yes. You're like, what? What? How did you? You know? And and so and it's not about the money. The fact that you know maybe they save some money and not having to pay sure. for the meal. But what they key in on that that we would actually think of doing that for them. Yep. It's our way of serving them, our way of showing our appreciation for what they do, because I can't do this by myself. Right. We need great people, and it's just our way of, and it's, like I said, it's just, it's a blast, the way they respond, and it just helps that connection, that yep. connection piece. I'm surprised when I will hand a staff member a $10 Starbucks card, <laughs> or a volunteer that's gone the extra mile, that just put a, hey, thank you so much, put mm -hmm. in a card. It's, you wrote a card, it's not the value of the Starbucks gift card, but wow, thank you. And it's it's valuing our team members. Absolutely, yeah. And I've gotten two or three of those from Rock Family Church. Over oh, good. The and so my staff are you. doing well. They're doing great. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, uh, and of course, we we do uh, Christmas parties and picnics and all of that, and and uh, just have a uh, uh, tons tons of fun. Um, oh, one other thing: if you're in a position of leadership is uh, 
a good way of serving them is to make sure they have everything they need so they're better equipped okay. to achieve the vision that all of us are teaming up together uh, to, okay. to achieve. Um, so that, that, that's another one. So uh, shifting gears, you know, we're talking about that's if you, um, if, if you have individuals reporting to you. So what about serving each other? Coworkers. And I, and coworkers, exactly. So co-volunteers. Yes. Serving teams within the church. Yes. So it doesn't matter what organization you work for or what your responsibilities are, whether it's a corporate setting, maybe it's a hotel, restaurant, or a ministry setting. If we would take the approach that we're here to serve one another, it just creates such a, a much better atmosphere. So years ago, our president CEO uh, made a statement. I thought, whoa, that's that's impactful. Uh, you know, we have, of course, a corporate office, a home office. Sure. And uh, by the way, it's called the Support Center. Okay. So I think that's okay. pretty cool. Um, but um, uh, so their responsibility is to support the field, the restaurants right. out in the field. And so uh, he made a statement to uh, to the support center, to the home office. Is this Dan Cathy? Or? This was actually Jimmy Collins, who okay. was before Dan Cathy. So Truett, Truett was still kind of young, Jimmy Collins, and then Dan okay. came in after him. Okay. And so Jimmy Collins made this statement. He said, if you're not serving chicken, you better be serving someone who is. That's good. So I thought that was huge. So because you're helping the cause. If you're absolutely. not, if you're not helping, give the product. Help somebody who is exactly. So in a restaurant setting, the way that would work at Chick Fil A is, you know, we have people in the kitchen. My son works back in the kitchen, and they need to have a heart of service to those in the front, even though they're equal. Sure. Serve those in the front because the ones in the front are serving our guests. Now sometimes we get a little passionate in the front and say. Uh, you know, we need our chicken sandwiches. We have a line here, guys. Come on. And the back, you know, they might be tempted to go, don't talk to me that way. It's like, well, yeah. you know, we just, well, let's team up together. And so uh, the key is just to have that heart of service. Say, you betcha. I'm sorry it's taking a little longer. Let me get that sandwich up to you so you can serve uh, serve our guests. And it can be reciprocated later that afternoon. Maybe the person in front can go back and help with dishes and wash right. dishes. So it does Go both ways. So it's all for the cause. Absolutely. Um, it's all about the win and the mm-hmm. success of the team and the success of the mission. Exactly. So like if you work for a, a hotel, it might be something as simple as um, uh, picking up a piece of trash on the way in, even though you're not on the clock and it's not your job, but it's one less thing the housekeeping person has to yep. do. So that is maybe a way uh, uh, to serve. Now, I know many uh, listening to or watching this podcast are in a ministry capacity, um, so it, it doesn't matter whether you're an associate pastor, children's pastor, music director, wh- whatever it might be, or in a volunteer capacity. And, and I'll pause on that for a second. Um, just encourage um, everyone that's listening that even if you're in a volunteer capacity, look at yourself as a fellow minister. It's not just yes. Pastor Dean on the platform or the, the, the whoever's leading worship. All of us are ministers out in the congregation. If we look at it that, that way, I think that's so much more um, uh, impactful. And so if we take what my CEO said years ago, right. uh, that, that concept, and, and if we apply it and say, if you're not serving a guest or a fellow church member, you need to be serving someone um, who, who is. Who is. And I have a great example of that here okay. locally, if you don't mind All right. me yeah, I want to hear it. Rock Family Church. Um, uh, I just love Brady Wilson. Brady Wilson's, I, I, by the way, I play on the worship team. It's a yep. great outlet. I love worshiping. And so um, love doing that. And um, 
Brady Wilson is a talented guitar player on our team, also a keyboard player. And it is not uncommon during a sound check. And again, we're talking about serving each other. Um, it's not uncommon during a sound check. If we have a dead mic or a dead channel, I know that never happens at your church. Uh, <laughs> if we have a dead mic or dead channel, that even though he has a guitar around his neck, he will shed that guitar and um, go quickly. Uh, he'll serve the sound person by sure. quickly finding the source uh, of the issue so that the sound person doesn't have to run yeah. Back and forth. That's and, good. And, you know, I think a servant's heart can be measured by how eagerly we respond to an area of need that's not necessarily um, our, our, our responsibility. And also argue that that servant spirit is contagious to the rest it, of the it, team. It absolutely is. And, you know, I heard the, read in a story on one of the Disney, uh, Michael Eisner was giving a, he used to be the former CEO uh, he's given a tour of some management people, and and uh, they're uh, never been to a Disney World Disney theme park, and they're just amazed at how clean it is. Mm-hmm. And they said, "How many people do you have on your you know maintenance team?" And he paused and he said, "I think it's thirty two thousand." He said, "Well, how many employees do you have?" He said, "Thirty two thousand." That everyone is a part of the maintenance team, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so I tell everyone here at our church, yes, we have those are designated greeters, but everybody's a part of our, our greeting team and making people feel valuable and Absolutely. special. And, and the same token, if they, I love it when I see volunteers walking through the lobby, you can tell they've got to get to the stage, you know, the countdown's going, they're supposed to be on stage and they, they walk, they swoop, they grab uh, one of those little cellophane wrappers off the floor from a mint or something, swoop, put in the pocket and they're up there doing their thing on the stage. So, all right, that's any, any last closing thoughts as we wrap this up? You know, it, it, uh. Just to sum everything up, uh, you know, a lot of what we talked about were, was behavior driven, but where is your heart in this? Just having a heart of service, yeah. serving each other. And uh, sometimes it's hard. It is not easy because sometimes dealing with people gets a little messy. Yeah. But we're all family. Last time I checked, you know, we, we have our spats with family, but last time I checked, I love my wife dearly. Right. So we work through that, and it's no different in ministry. And it really comes down to what your heart is, and how we approach each other. Yep, good. Randy, thanks so much for uh, joining us uh, the pleasure. past two months. I want to encourage you to, uh, if, if you've enjoyed this this podcast, any of the previous ones, uh, share them with a friend. Uh, let some others know, some other leaders in the church, or even if there's a business leader might really enjoy uh, hearing these uh, this month and last month with with Randy. Hey, hope you guys are doing well. If you have any questions or things you'd like us to cover on a future podcast, you can email me at dean, my first name, at rockfamilychurch.com. Yes, it actually goes to me. And uh, if, if it's something specific, I'll try and help you out there. Um, but I love coaching pastors and helping pastors, and that's my heart and goal for doing this. So God bless you guys. Hope you have a great weekend service, and uh, hope that your fall is off to a great start. Thank you for joining us today. For a free sermon series and teaching outlines by Pastor Dean, visit us at deanhawk.com. Be sure and join us next month as we continue our growth on leadership.